You're listening to Matrimony. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Chris. This is the show about our marriage. And our money. Hello. Tonight we're discussing an awesome listener question that has us wondering if we should slightly modify our plan to pay off our mortgage, Mm -hmm. plus sharing the good and bad in our money lately, as well as catching up on life and sharing our one big thing this week. I have not come up with a one big thing. I just realized. Well, you better be thinking about it while we're (laughs) chatting. (laughs) So we are in the middle of a busy week in the middle of a busy month. Mm-hmm. That kind of sums up life right now. Yeah. Well, the dramatic news was that you had jury duty. Yes. And <laughs> I was selected to serve on a jury. It was so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had, we're recording this on a Tuesday night. I had jury duty that I had to report for on Monday morning and I ended up being on a jury panel, we went through jury selection throughout Monday. And by the end of the day, I had been selected to serve on a jury. And we actually got started on the case and we had heard from a witness. And it was just a really interesting experience. I've never been on jury duty before. I, you know, have not spent very much time in courtrooms, you know, things like that, other than like (laughs) tours through like Capitol buildings, things like that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And Anyway, it was really interesting. I and I had been told that the case was the trial was going to last for like a week and a half or so, and so which in the middle of our like busy time and everything else was right. like oh no because right. <clears throat> we live well far away from where this is in exactly so, Phoenix, this was, so this was kind of testing our one car lifestyle it was we were able to make it work but it definitely meant like getting me to the express bus stop really early and you having to do daycare drop off and pick up on your own mm-hmm. all these things but the gods of litigation smiled upon us <laughs> yes my the case i was on ended up getting settled um during the second day, I'll admit I was a little disappointed just because I was finding it really fascinating. But in terms of life convenience, this is definitely a, a much better outcome. So, yeah, I was not <laughs> disappointed you, at all. I know because I it was know. happening right in the middle of the time when a friend of mine was visiting, mm-hmm. and then which is awesome. But you know, just like management of all just the schedules, a lot, a lot and, going on. Yeah, and then me traveling soon to for a work trip mm-hmm. out of state and. Um, that would have overlapped with jury duty. And it was just like, oh yeah. my gosh. It was feeling like a little bit too much. So anyway, so one thing off of our plates, but still many more. So we're just trying to kind of get through the next couple of weeks and then kind of into the holidays when we'll have a nice relaxing, you know, couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. So let's yeah. hang in there. Yeah, just, <laughs> just a couple of weeks away. And then it's holidays into the new year, mm-hmm. into... A less difficult semester for me into summertime into sabbatical because my sabbatical was officially approved. Awesome. Congratulations. I'm very excited for you. Yeah. Okay. So let's move on to talking about our money. All right. We've got some not so great stuff going on and we've got some really good stuff. So let's talk about the not so great stuff first. The fact that we're draining all of our accounts simultaneously. Okay. (laughs) Can you be realistic, please? 
That's not super unrealistic. We're, we're not like <laughs> draining our big savings accounts or anything like that. Well, we have two savings accounts in there. One is mine for summertime, and it's well below probably where it should be. And uh, our joint savings, which is sort of like short-term emergency savings, and that's also low. There's no like set minimum, but it's probably half of what I try to keep it at. I see. Well, I also consider um, like our long-term savings that we're saving up for our mortgage to be part of our savings. So like we're not doing, we're not touching that. That's still sitting in healthy position. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. We're not, we're not like dipping into utterly necessary money, but, but uh, in terms of like immediately available cash that we can use for problems like the the fact that our fences gate about is about to fall off mm-hmm. the wall and we're going to spend another whatever however many hundreds on that to fix it um and with christmas around the corner uh, we're looking at yeah low bank accounts um and overspending but the overspending is kind of more so on me uh-huh yeah fess <laughs> up on that it's so funny because i feel like you are the one who talks about these like super strict budgets and stuff and we got to like cut back on this and you have been in the past like you want to cut back on gift giving like we've talked about but <laughs> you're all a lot of talk and then when it comes down to it you are just spending cash left and right yeah despite my grinchy attitude uh towards generosity i've it's just so many things I want to buy everybody. I know, I know. <laughs> so it comes from a good place, and it is. It's just it's hard. So so we just wanted to share that we're certainly not perfect, and I feel like it's coming as we're, you know, I just think there in there always ends up being like kind of extra people that we want to get things for that we're not accounting for in the budget, and mm. so we're learning every year. I think to do better jobs on budgeting for Christmas next year um because just little things all of a sudden like buying all of the boys teachers at daycare a little something you know there's so many of them because they have afternoon and morning teachers that ends up adding up and oh just a couple of other things like around the house it seems like i wanted to get a second chair because cedric is now big enough and really wanting to sit in a little chair at the table that dash has and so that was like a hundred dollars to get you know a matching well-made chair from this company that we like so yeah but like overall though overall i think our our budget is such that it's um it kind of evens out without us having to think a whole lot about it because even though we spend a lot of money and our accounts are low Mm -hmm. we almost never fail like we won't fail to hit our savings our major savings goals at the end of the year Mm -hmm. and so as a result like I don't worry about it too much. Okay. If if it was the case that we were actually off on our goal of twenty k by the end of the year gotcha. savings by like three thousand dollars or something, then I would like seriously worry and be like, all right, we need to that would indicate a big cut problem. it off. Yeah, but we're we're actually going to hit our goal, and so I I don't okay. worry too much about it. Good. <laughs> okay, so even though our Christmas spending is maybe a little bit more than we were hoping My bad. for and <laughs> maybe not as great. We do have some really great news and that is that I got a 4% raise. Yes. <laughs> so I am so well deserved and long overdue. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I am really proud. It just makes me so happy. I had talked to my 
boss about um, a salary increase earlier this year and was told that I was very deserving of one and I felt that it really might go through but it ended up there wasn't room in my department's budget and so that was just yeah it was a letdown I will admit to be told that you're deserving of a raise but that you you know can't have one at the time but I really didn't expect that there would be an opportunity to to get one this year until maybe the next round of reviews next summer. And so, yeah, this was just such an unexpected surprise. And yeah, it's just incredible how far it can go to make you just feel really valued and appreciated. And well, and that's a, it's a healthy raise. And mm-hmm. it's cool because not like across ASU, there were units that <laughs> some units didn't get raises at all. I had mm-hmm. heard that some units were offered like people were offered raises then asked to return the raise like different things happen these are all rumors you know that i haven't substantiated but you know and and even social security didn't get a cost of living raise or increase this year so right so you're doing good oh thank you so much so anyway that was a that was a wonderful way to kick off our thanksgiving holiday Mm -hmm. and don't forget my fat one percent raise oh yeah congratulations (laughs) but it has been fun to kind of adjust our budget based on when those will kick in in January and to kind of look at the little bit of extra money that we'll be bringing in every month. Do you remember um, after take home what it was that will be a little bit extra, maybe $150 or so? 100 to 150. So a month. Yeah. So I can just adjust up my Christmas budget. We'll be be set for next year. (laughs) It works out. (laughs) Okay. So let's move on to our listener question. A listener, Katie, wrote to ask us why we would pay off our house instead of using that big chunk of money to do something else. And it actually really got us thinking. So at the end of five years of aggressive savings, we plan to have built up an index fund with enough money to pay off our mortgage, about $120,000. A big motivation for this is for us to eliminate the fixed cost of our mortgage, which in doing that, it would give us the financial flexibility so that I could transition to working fully for myself, pursuing writing and other creative projects without worrying about where income from those might come from initially. So on Chris's salary alone, on your salary over there, Christopher, mm-hmm. we, can't, <laughs> we can't cover our mortgage and bills plus put away the savings that we want to for family travel, for saving for college, for continuing to build a healthy emergency fund. And so that's why we want to eliminate our mortgage before I give up a dependable salary. Yeah. And so we've been really, really focused on cash flow. So like mm-hmm. reducing our expenses each month right. and then keeping a healthy, you know, influx of revenue basically so mm-hmm. that we could handle all this. And Katie pointed out that we could essentially maintain the same situation that we are going for by paying off the mortgage, but without actually draining our savings. Mm-hmm. And it's a totally simple solution, but it's just really smart and intuitive. And I don't know why we Necess- didn't didn't think about it early. But our original idea was, yeah, to knock out the mortgage and so that our expenses were low enough so that we could get by on my, on my salary and we could save the way that we're used to saving, right. which is saving like 1000 to $1,500 a month or so right. um, because we are married to our savings and we really mm-hmm. love to save. Mm-hmm. But her idea was, well, don't pay off the mortgage, you know, keep that big pot of money and which is accruing nice, healthy interest. Yeah. And so, and let that grow in the marketplace over time. And instead just keep paying the mortgage and the mortgage with you not working, 
that mortgage would supplant our ability to save that the way that we like because it's, right. it would be roughly equivalent. Right. So in other words, we wouldn't save much of anything anymore per month, but that's okay because we have $120,000 growing right. in the marketplace. Right. So that was the idea. And instead of starting from zero with like no ability to really you know, take advantage of the magic of compound interest, now you have this huge pot of money that you can do that. Right. So we sacrificed the, I guess, like the psychological benefit of eliminating being, yeah. that big debt, mm-hmm. yeah. which yeah. is, which is, I will admit still very attractive. Yeah. Um, and we haven't, I mean, we haven't made any final decisions. I think that what's also great about the way we've set this up, you know, we've talked before, our plan for paying off our mortgage does not involve making any extra payments on our mortgage along the way. We're just setting this money aside in an index fund to grow. And the thought would be to pay it off all at one time. And so the way we have this set up, it's great because once we accrue that money, we can then decide. And so, yeah, I'm really happy we set it up this way. We just have the flexibility that, you know, if other scenarios come up or who knows what's going on in life five years from now, um, we just have some great flexibility and ability mm-hmm. with with a big pot of money like that. Yeah. And, you know, if you eventually stop working and hopefully I would continue to get raises here and there, then right. like we generate the ability to continue to save some money, which just makes us feel good mm-hmm. and have the pot of money. And, right. you know, <laughs> so hopefully it all kind of works out that way, right. but I think we might be leaning towards that scenario mm-hmm. now. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So thanks Katie. Yeah, exactly. And I just thought that this was a great example of why it can be such a great thing to talk honestly about finances. Totally. If we weren't being honest about this, then we wouldn't be getting feedback. And like we said, we don't have all the answers. We welcome feedback, constructive criticism, suggestions. I mean, for us, this is still just a, a learning process. And part of it is putting it out there, you know, this is what we're doing. Does anyone have better suggestions? You know, we, we think we're doing pretty well mm-hmm. on a lot of things, but there's still mm-hmm. room for improvement. So yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> okay. So are you ready to move on to one big thing? Yes, you go. Okay. Cause you're still thinking yes. of yours. <laughs> okay. Well my one big thing just speaks to the busyness of life right now. And that is the one big thing on my mind is lack of routine. Um, there's been still a lot of good things going on, but we're not just in our normal day-to-day weekly routine, and I definitely thrive on routine, and so that's just kind of making me feel just a little off. Like, it's not terrible. It's just, you know, even with me having to go downtown for jury duty, and then, you know, I'm not getting my regular work done. We're having to leave the house earlier. You've Mm -hmm. got travel coming up. It's just kind of... (laughs) just kind of throwing everything off and I am excited to get back to our normal routine very Mm -hmm. soon. Oh my gosh, me too. That is the biggest thing. (laughs) Uh, My one big thing (laughs) that I've decided on on the spot. Just now? Yeah, although I guess I actually have thought about this a little bit and this is going to sound maybe egotistical, Okay, but I probably sound that way (laughs) more often than I realize, is legacy. Legacy? Legacy. Your legacy? Yeah, in part, but okay. But I'll, you know, um, you can explain. Yeah, I'll explain. So the um, when my friend was in town mm-hmm. this past weekend, uh, we were talking a lot about 
just life in general. He's getting mm-hmm. married soon and he's excited to have kids and there's lots of yeah. great things going on. And he's also thinking about like, he's got the opportunity. They both, he and his wife are well employed and they have the opportunity to think about how they want to live their life mm-hmm. and they'll, they'll have that financial flexibility to do what they want to do mm-hmm. to an extent, you know? Um, and I was telling him, and this is something I've thought about too, is at some point, if you can create financial flexibility and, and you don't have to worry about always, you know, constantly like day after day, just trying to get by, right. you can start to think about legacy, mm. like your legacy in the world. And it's not just um, like when you think about legacy, you might think about political people or um, sports, you know, figures or whatever. That's who funny. Have, I think about having like built some big, great thing. You know, yeah. like like having a hospital named after you or something like that. I yeah. guess that's what I think about. Or like a university or a university building. Yeah, and that's that's probably that's like dramatic mm-hmm. legacy. But but you could start to think about like what's beyond just kind of getting by. Mm-hmm. What's the thing that I want to be sort of remembered for? The oh. impact, I, not even remembered for, but the impact I want to leave in the world right. after I'm gone that yeah. just continues to do good. And it could just be, you know, it could just be like getting by well enough that you can set up your kids to potentially have success greater than you had. That's a lot of parents' goals, for example. Mm -hmm. Or it could be like in my case, I just published a book I'm Mm -hmm. very excited about and my sabbatical has been approved. I'm going to be working on this whole area that is, that I think will be my legacy. And and I want, I'm hoping to become a thought leader actually. And so, I mean, that might be confined to this like little academic space. It Mm -hmm. might be confined to like a small following of like my blog or whatever else, (laughs) but maybe can can I expand that in some way so that more people could learn Mm. about how to live like a healthy, sustainable, financially flexible life, blah, blah, blah. So it's fun to think about that. Mm -hmm. And I think the basis of that is, is about finances and making sure that you can move beyond just, am I secure? Mm -hmm. You know, almost like the, you know, Maslow's pyramid. Of what is it called? It's not Pavlov's pyramid. I think it's no. Maslow's pyramid. <laughs> is it of necessities or we'll have to, you'll have to look that up for us and link to that. I know what you're yeah. talking about. It is a pyramid and it like has our like necessities of life in, yeah. in order of, you know, necessity. Yeah. But at the top there's like self-actualization and, and you know, uh, meeting your potential and right, right. that kind of thing. We're doing a great job of describing this. I know. You <laughs> sound really intelligent. <laughs> Yeah. You ring a bell, you'll start to salivate and think about self-actualization. I think I think that's how it works. <laughs> no. Anyway, Maslow's Pyramid, but I think that's what it is. But anyway, the, the whole idea being, you know, you can start to think about your legacy and like mm-hmm. the impact you want to have in the world. And that's, he and I talked a lot about that and I'm yeah. thinking a lot about that. Yeah. It's fun to get to a place where you can think about that. Yeah. And we're very, and, and I would also say we're just, I think we're very privileged to, to be in a place where we could think of something like that and, and, being able to think of it in, in such a big way. Privileged and lucky, but I think that's something that you could, like that could be a financial goal. Like can mm-hmm. we work to a place where we have the stability in order to think one step further? Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that's like, even when people get to that stability, I don't know that they always make the next step and think about to something think like about that. think about it, right, know? for sure. But it's, it's something worth, you know, throwing around in your mind. And I would say that I really wonder, to, you know, what level of financial security you need, to, you know, to be making that next step. Mm-hmm. I, I think that probably, I, w- I would think that many people are maybe already there just, mm-hmm. just, just because like we've talked about it, 
We so often think we need these things. We need these bigger things. So we're so focused on the material stuff. And no, I don't have time to think about those bigger questions because, you know, I'm trying to work on getting that next, the bigger house or the nicer car, whatever it is. But Mm -hmm. actually kind of like what we've talked about so often, it seems like if we do just examine what we already have and what's really, really important, Mm -hmm. we're already there really. Yeah. So you reduce your expenses and you can save money to give you the flexibility and then you declutter so that you have the emotional and physical <laughs> space to think about your legacy. Right. Like all those things actually right. do matter. <laughs> kind of ties together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. So on that philosophical note, <laughs> let's wrap this up so we can get a little bit of sleep tonight before another <laughs> unroutine day tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So as everyone hopefully knows, we love to get your emails, your listener questions, as we said, your feedback, your suggestions, even on on our finances or on yours, yours personally. So you can email us at heymatrimony, that's M-O-N-E-Y at gmail.com. And definitely check out our website, loveandmatrimony.com, where we have the show notes from all of our episodes, as well as resources like our budget and other things like that. We're reminding you to love your honey, not your money. Okay, ready to do this? Let's move it along. Jeez. Okay, yeah. (laughs) I want to go to bed. No kidding.